0: Welcome, everyone, to What I Have Learned So Far with Meg Letty. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. everyone. Welcome back. So I have been sitting here ready to record for a few minutes and I have had trouble pushing the record button today. And I think it's because I'm a little bit nervous to talk about what I want to talk about today. So today I want to talk about armor. Brene Brown talks about armor that we put on. And usually it starts around middle school that we start putting on this armor. And I love the thought that she named it armor, meaning we all know what armor looks like. Knights back in the day put on their armor to protect themselves from, you know, in jousting tournaments. It's heavy. It really is tough to carry and it weighs you down. It's hot. And so I love that she used that word to describe what we put on to protect ourselves. And I want to talk about this today. And it's a very tough topic for me because I have to be very vulnerable in order to talk about my armor. But I think it can really help anybody that is carrying a ton of armor and doesn't know it. I didn't know I was self-protecting and carrying all this armor until I started really peeling back the layers. And there's so much armor. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I probably still have five more layers to go, but I'm working on it. And I thought I would share. So I cannot do justice to describing armor like Brene Brown can. And so I actually pulled up Audible on my phone and I am going to play this snip from the book is Dare to Lead, but she is actually referencing another book that she wrote called Daring Greatly. And so I'm going to play this snip for you now. To start this section on the vulnerability armory, I want to read you a quote from Daring Greatly. As children, we found ways to protect ourselves from vulnerability, from being hurt, diminished, and disappointed. We put on armor. We used our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors as weapons. And we learned how to make ourselves scarce, even to disappear. Now, as adults, we realize that to live with courage, purpose, and connection, to be the person who we long to be, we must again be vulnerable. We must take off the armor, put down the weapons, show up and let ourselves be seen. I really can't say it any better than that. Brene just hits the nail on the head for if we really want to live our lives where we feel good and we are in touch with who we were born to be and our core values and What lights us up and our creativity and all these things that play into who we are, because we're not just one dimensional. We're not just our job. We're not just a parent. We are so much more than just the boxes that we have put ourselves in. We are so much more than that. And in order to get to this place where we feel good, we have to start shedding the armor. And it's scary, It is so scary to shed the armor. I mean, because you do, you have to be vulnerable and you have to open yourself up to being hurt. And for so many years, I had shut off and put so much armor on so that I never, ever received criticism. But the littlest things seemed like criticism to me. So, I mean, I really just tried to not make any mistakes ever, ever, ever. It's a lot of weight to carry. It was very, very heavy. I feel like armor is actually what keeps us really stuck, meaning it's the reason you don't get off the couch because you're carrying so much armor and you're so tired. It's the reason that you have plans for the weekend. You're like, yeah, we're going to go for a hike and we're going to do this. And then you don't. It's the reason that you don't want to participate going out with your friends or participate in charity work or you know other things that you want to do you really you're like man I I really want to do that but then you just can't get there right it's hard to get out of bed to go to work it's this is all the armor that we're carrying and this is why I'm going to encourage you to take the hard steps to take this armor off because it really does free you up and opens up your life to some absolutely beautiful things So when I start remembering back to when I started putting on armor, it was making sure I didn't have hair out of place. I remember when I was in, I think it was about fifth or sixth grade, I wore my hair in a ponytail every single day. And I made sure that it was a perfect ponytail, like there wasn't any lumps or bumps it was a perfect ponytail and I had bangs and the bangs were good. It was one of the things that I armored up against because I didn't want people making fun of my hair. And then, you know, my clothes, I just tried to make them as neat and clean as possible and tried to make them conform as much as possible because I didn't want to stand out. Then it's, you know, hiding your personality. It was blending in. It was um, always being a chameleon. So whatever the people I was around were doing, that's what I was doing. And this was up until, I kid you not about, I don't know, five years ago that I was still doing this. Like I was still being a chameleon and going along with exactly what the people around me were doing. I just wanted to fall in line and I can't be happy falling in line because a lot of this falling in line wasn't me. It was just making everybody else happy, people pleasing, if you will. And so I'm going to walk you through my layers of armor and see if any of them resonate with you just to bring it to the top of your attention. Cause you probably don't know you're walking around with this heavy load that if you don't know that you're carrying it, you don't know that you can get rid of it, right? Like if you don't know that you have all this armor on, and that's why it's so hard to function throughout your day, you don't know that you can shed it and get rid of it and feel so much better until somebody gives you, number one, the information about it, but number two, the permission to shed it, get rid of it. Okay, so let's talk about the armor in medicine specifically. When I was in school, I learned to armor up because I feel like I'm a fairly empathetic person and I would go into a patient room and my heart would be ripped out. I mean, the stories that you hear and the death that you see and... All of it literally rips your heart out. And you just want to sit and cry with your patients and their family. But you have another patient waiting or another three patients waiting. And so you don't have the time to do that. And so you start armoring up. You start putting on the armor and saying, I'm separating myself from these people. Their pain and suffering is not my pain and suffering. And I'm going to deliver whatever I need to deliver, be sympathetic, say, I'm so sorry, and walk out and see the next patient. That is armor. That is making ourselves separate, and that's trying to keep ourselves protected from these big emotions, which in medicine, that is taught that you need to move on, you need to protect yourself, you're going to see this all day, every day, so you're going to have to figure out a way to compartmentalize and deal with this. So that is the armor that you put on. What this armor did for me, and is likely doing for you too, is that when you armor up against negative emotions, meaning pain and suffering and things you don't want to feel, that armor doesn't let any emotions through. So when you protect against the low emotions, you're also protecting against the high emotions, joy, love, just tons of goodness and energy. And I didn't realize this. I thought I still was feeling the highs. And just not feeling the lows. But that is not the case. So I sat down and I thought about my layers of armor that I've been trying to peel back and shed. And I just want to walk you through these because maybe some of these will resonate with you. So one of my layers was I'm separate from you. And this especially was in medicine. meaning. You are sick and I am not. You have pain and suffering and I do not. I do not feel that. This was my armor so that I didn't feel the pain and suffering that these humans that I'm in the same room with and that I'm supposed to be caring for. It didn't it didn't bother me. It just didn't affect me. Um, Another layer of armor was I'm busier than you. And this wasn't just at work. This was at home. This was like, I'm going to do all of the housework and go to work. And I am busier than you. And therefore, somehow I am better than you because it's my badge of honor to be a martyr and, you know, be the busiest person ever. That was really armor that made me hustle for my worth, meaning I wasn't worthy if I took a rest and I wasn't worthy if I wasn't the busiest person and that was, that was a, that's a tough layer for me. That's a really tough layer for me. Another layer of armor was being in judgment, meaning being very judgy of others. And this was all the small thoughts that you think, you know, like if you're at Target and you're like, Ooh, I, I'm not sure that was the greatest um, idea for that person to be wearing that. Or somebody cuts you off in traffic and you're like, why are they such an bad person or not nice person. I'm trying not to use my swears here. In the grocery store, I would just wonder why people wouldn't get out of my way, why they were taking up the whole aisle or why they weren't paying attention to what was going on around them. And I'm not going to lie, y'all, this is the G-rated version. But this is all judgment. This is all being very judgy. What I can tell you, if you don't shed that armor of judgment, like I'm better than or I'm separate than you, you can't let go of judging yourself. If you're judging others, You can never let go of judging yourself. And that's so important because we have to let go of judging ourselves to be free. I mean, period, end of story. My other layer was pride, always being the winner of an argument or always being right. And this hurt my relationships significantly. And that was armor because I felt deep down inside that, you know, I wasn't worthy of love. I had to prove that I was right so that somebody would love me. If they saw the real me, they would leave. They want to love the person that's, you know, right and has it together and is doing all of the things. That's not the case. And so, again, I was kind of using my pride and this armor about my pride to protect me from being scared of not being lovable or not getting enough love. The next one is I'm thrifty so that I can be generous. This was my armor because I didn't ever have a ton of stuff growing up. And so in my adulthood, even when I had enough money to spend on myself, I didn't because I felt like I wasn't worthy of spending the money on myself. And I made a story in my head that because I was saving money on myself, I could spend more on my kids and spend more for Christmas and do these things. And I do. I love being generous. But until I could be generous with myself, it never felt as good to be generous with others. It just didn't feel the same as it does now because it's a true sense of giving now and not just a sense of, well, Again, I'm being some type of martyr because I'm thrifty with me, but I can give more to others. Another layer of armor was I'm not special. Ooh, this one's tough for me because we're all born with special talents and gifts. And part of me wanted to tell myself I wasn't special because if I was special, then I should somehow be treated differently and be able to be myself. But I didn't feel like I could. So I was a chameleon and I wasn't special. And this hurts when you tell yourself this. And remember in episode eight, when I talked about listening to your body, it just made my stomach flip when I said it, that I'm not special. This is a signal from my body telling me that I'm out of alignment when I'm telling myself I'm not special. These are the very subtle cues from your body that tell you when you're on your path and when you're not. We all are special. Every single one of us. Would you ever look at a child and tell them they're not special? And never in a million years would a loving adult tell a child that they were not special. And I'm here as an adult telling other adults listening that you are special. And you don't have to wear this armor anymore if this is one of yours you are special and you can give your special talents to the world and you can give yourself permission to be special and not fall in line with everybody else. That one was really to protect myself from bullying and being different and separate and um, all of the things. So there's a lot there. There's kind of a lot to unpack. And I hope when I am being vulnerable about this and when I'm saying these things that some of these resonate with you, that you are saying, man, am I carrying that armor? Am I, am I doing that? And if you are, I'm giving you the permission to start working on it and start taking it off. And it is not easy who it is not easy. It is scary, like big, big, scary. But on the other side of it is so much joy. Like I cry tears of pain more now than ever, but I also cry so many more tears of joy, like at the drop of a hat. I mean, the joy that fills my chest now that I didn't have for so many years is an indescribable feeling. And I want it for everybody. It's so good. Take a look and see what armor you're wearing, see what you try to defend yourself against. So if you're anything like me, the first time you hear this, you're going, holy crap, I have so much work to do, and I don't even know where to start. So let me boil it down. If there's one tip that I can give you coming out of this podcast and talking about armor, it's that number one, notice when you are feeling insecure, not worthy, unlovable, separate than, better than, or unwilling to feel unpleasant emotions, that's your armor. That is protective mechanisms that have been put in place a long time ago that are holding you in suffering now, and they're heavy, and go ahead and take them off. And the way to take them off is to say, this person that I am judging or feeling less than or feeling separate than, is doing the best they can. I learned this tip and what it did for me, instead of having me put on my armor or get ready for battle and pick up my sword, it allowed me to put down my sword and take off my armor and let my heart soften towards that person because they are just like me. They have the same stories in their head, they are doing the best they can, and they probably haven't heard any podcasts or have had any books or have had any opportunities to learn that they have a ton of armor on. And we have had that opportunity. So we can put down our swords and take off our armor and let our heart open to them and say they are doing the best they can. And let me tell you how this has played out in my life. So when I tell myself a patient is doing the best they can, everything gets better. I know they're suffering. I know it's hard. And I feel like I can just give them just a little bit more and it doesn't take away from me. And I walk out feeling better. When this happens at home and I get angry with somebody because, you know, again, I am being the martyr doing too much and I'm getting angry if they're not doing enough Then if I say they're doing the best they can, I can see how much they're suffering and how hard their work is and how hard, you know, my kids are struggling with school or, you know, with their friends or, you know, whatever it is. I can see the struggle and my heart can soften and open towards them. And it has stopped a lot of fights or a lot of me armoring up getting ready for a fight so it's made home life and work life so much better and that's how it's played out for me so when you're feeling like you're armoring up say that person is doing the best they can now this can also happen with yourself when you start in on yourself for errors you're making or mistakes you're making or you're you know you've been criticized or something like that tell yourself I am doing the very best I can and let your heart open to you. And that's really important too. And that's my tip for today. Saying to yourself, they are doing the best they can. Or saying to yourself, I am doing the best I can, is the first step in giving yourself permission to start shedding this armor and being yourself and showing up for your life and the people around you in a better way. And it's scary, but I'm here for you. Let's take these steps together. Let's get you to where your chest fills with so much joy that you cry tears of joy. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.